And we welcome you to another edition of the Stephanie Gately Show podcast here. Now joined by the head coach. Coach, though, this time a little bit different. 500 wins under your belt. I don't know if I should be in the same room with you if I'm just too small now to be associating with you. It just means you're too young. This means I'm old. That's what it means. It means you're old. And to be honest, Chris, it just means you've had a lot of great players and a lot of great assistance and a lot of great you know commitment from administration so I, I feel very fortunate to be part of that well congratulations because it truly is an amazing thing and it was a great weekend for you and this Rams team oh, thanks but either way last week we started off with Temple we're gonna do the same here that last game now it seemed like for a little bit they had your number in the first half but you guys stayed calm you got the lead back heading into the break did you at all worry with your about your team the way they were playing but felt like you had that confidence that eventually you would push forward and move ahead? It's funny. You made a great point there because it's a point I just made to the kids at practice that for the if you look at the last stretch of games, most of the times we've gotten out to a lead. So this is one of the few games other than maybe St. Louis on the road where the other team built a lead, and I wasn't sure how we were going to respond, but the kids were so calm and, and, and just very balanced in, in the huddles. And so uh, I kind of fed off them because they feed off of me, but I really fed off of them that you know there was no reason to put, put – push any panic button it was just a matter of making some shots yeah well it seemed like in the first half you guys were moving the ball around well you were getting the looks you wanted they just weren't falling you missed a few easy shots and they were hitting theirs but eventually we were saying in the broadcast that when you move it around well and you're getting those open looks eventually you're going to fall and that seemed like the mentality your team had absolutely I think they just have so much confidence in each other that when somebody else might be struggling, somebody else is going to pick up. And I think we did a great job defensively against, you know, a very well-coached and a very focused and determined Temple team. And your first game, you were following an upset. The second game, you were following an upset. Did that at all play in your mind? Like, this is a weekend of upsets. I really want to make sure we're not one of those, one of the numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when we were watching the St. Well, Louis-Butler game, I mean, I just felt Butler was more talented. I thought St. Louis just played so much harder. And when I've been in that situation where you are the hunters, and you have nothing to lose, you have a losing record, you're not going to postseason, so you're really just playing for a sense of pride. And so there was some concern coming to the St. Louis game just because it gave them an opportunity to advance to the semis. And I thought we came out very focused and didn't show a lot of rust having that extra day off. Sometimes the advantage goes to the team that has a game. And then when we played Temple, I thought Temple was a much more, you know, determined team than they were last Sunday because I think they just they, they really fed off of their Charlotte upset. And I think for us, I think that was, uh, you know, to be able to bounce back against, you know, a, a proven winner. I mean, Temple's been in the postseason a number of years. And for our kids to be able to advance, knowing that we've never been there before, we've never been to the semis. So to be in the semis and advance and answer the call at that time was great. And just talking about the whole weekend as a whole, you guys won your two games at St. Joe's, a place you used to coach, and you had your whole family there the last day on Sunday with your 500th win. How much of a surreal experience was that? Just have you taken it all in yet? It was hard, to be honest, not to be real emotional. I mean, because, you know, like I said, when when you have 500 wins, it, it means you've been around a long time. And, and like I said, you were surrounded by a lot of great people. I mean, my sister Courtney, who is is really just such an avid, you know, believer and such a wonderful person. I mean, she's one of she's you know younger than me, and she has twins, Harry and Luke, and Rich over in England, and and they are constant. Listen, she couldn't be there obviously because of where she is. And my brother Scott, his son was playing for a right to go to the championship round in the junior college route. So, um, but other than that, the whole family was there, and to be honest, it was just so special to c- celebrate it with them. And you talked about it a little bit last week. You guys preseason in the Atlantic Ten ranked eleventh. Now you're playing at the Barclays Center in the championship game in your home state. How amazing is that to have a game at an NBA arena with all your fans having a pretty much easy ride to get there? Very surreal. I mean, it's just exciting this whole week being around you know the university. Even though we are on spring break, you can just feel the energy of of how excited it is to to be able to celebrate this together. And 
you know, Fordham is really, really committed as a university, and, and they're just waiting, for, you know, to have that opportunity to share in some of the excitement. And I have no doubt that Tom Bacora will turn around and get the men going in the right direction. I think they're a year or two away, and we were fortunate. I mean, Tom, Tom had a couple of players that he couldn't bring with them because of, you know, they kind of blocked them to bring mm-hmm. them, you know, and and we did. And and as Tom will tell you, it really takes the players. And so, therefore, for us to be able to be at Barclays, we we were able to go to the Nets game last night and have the kids kind of get a feel for Barclays and to make sure they weren't a little overwhelmed with the whole experience and uh i think the kids are a very focused group speaking of the players we welcome in ariel collins and sam clark guys thanks so much for joining us this afternoon thanks for having us thanks now first we're gonna get a little off topic to start but i want to talk about both your families because on the road it seems like they both pretty much keep up with the team well and ariel we'll start with you because your dad is behind us every game it seems like he wants our stats at the end of every game how nice is it to have him and then sometimes your brothers on the road following you around supporting you um, it's it's definitely a great feeling to have my family so close and at every game. Um, it it's definitely special to me because it is my last year and to have them have like experience this and um, you know live this moment with me is really great. Yeah, well, your mom comes out also because it's pretty nice. You got a nice little thing going where they sit right behind us, so we're not ever gonna say a bad thing about you. It's <laughs> like having your own PR staff almost, so your image is always gonna be protected. That's good. That's good. And Sam, also your mom, she stopped me once in the parking lot saying. You're the one who always gives Sam Clark player of the game, so <laughs> it seems like she keeps up pretty well, too. And how nice has that been for you in your freshman season so far? It's been nice. My parents have been at all my games since I've started playing, so to continue in my college career has been great. And now we'll talk a little bit about last weekend. You guys beat St. Louis, and then you beat Temple. Both of them upset teams before the game they played you, so it seemed like in that Temple game at first that they pulled away, or not pulled away, but controlled a little bit of the momentum, but would you guys, were you always calm? Did you always feel like eventually we're going to get going and we're going to take this lead back? Um, I think Temple came out really strong. They, they, they definitely wanted it um, coming off of that big win against Charlotte. Um, I think that they were really confident, but um, our team tends to, if, if we go down, nobody really panics. We, we remain calm and just keep playing our game. And yeah, like you said, eventually um, we would hope to take the lead and, and just keep playing our game. And Sam, you, you felt calm also. Just being a freshman here, you haven't really experienced a lot of that in the playoff atmosphere but then again you guys really stayed calm and you came down the stretch and actually pulled the lead with by one at the half I think um my teammates were great since I'm a freshman it's all new to me and seeing their calmness on the court just made me realize what I need to do and how we just cut into their lead uh, early in the game and now talking a little bit about the Barclays Center you guys are playing there Saturday night against St. Joe's and we'll be on with the one-on-one pregame report here with WFUV, but you guys got to see experience it a little bit last night the Nets game what'd you think of it you said it was your first time there yeah, it's definitely a really, really nice um, arena, really nice facilities and everything. So um, I'm excited to get out there and get the shoot around. I'm sure you'll be throwing up some shots. Yeah, I'll be throwing them <laughs> up there. So, yeah, I'm just excited to get a feel for the court and um, and uh, start, you know, getting a feel for the rims and stuff. And Sam? Um, it's a really nice arena, like somewhere I've never played before. So I think it's going to be a great experience for us. And you guys in the preseason, you were ranked 11th in the A-10 before the season started. And now you guys are here playing in a championship. You were a three Going into the A-10 tournament, is there anybody outside of this program who ever could have thought you'd be this good besides you guys within? Um, I, I really don't think so. There's there's even still um, some talk in the media about, about you know, we should be happy to even be in the semifinals and, and even making it to the finals. Like, um, you know, we should be grateful. But I think we have a lot to bring, and I think we still have a lot to prove and, and kind of, um, you know, sh- like prove ourselves in this last game and show them that, you know, we deserve this this win. And Sam? I feel like coming into as a freshman, no one really thought of Fordham as like a good women's basketball team. But Coach Kaylee, um recruiting me always said we're going to be the team to change this history. So 
I think we're pretty much proving to everyone that we are that team. Yeah, and well, this is something we talked about with Coach Gately before, and we are saying how Charlie Cream, the guy who does the brackets, he already came out with the mock bracket, and right now St. Joe's is a nine seed. Fordham isn't in it, but people were getting on him saying, what about Fordham? Look at their season. They've already beaten St. Joe's. Do you guys kind of take that personally as an insult, saying or giving you guys still that underdog chip on your shoulder? Absolutely. A lot of our fans have brought it to our attention. We we don't really follow like stuff like that. We just kind of get in the gym and focus on what we need to focus on. So when they brought it to our attention, you know, a lot of us talked about it and we're just like, you know what, we need to focus in on what we need to do and, and prove them wrong. I think that we can do that. And I think this game um, is, the, is the game to do it. And I think we will. I think um, when it was brought to my attention, it's just another key of motivation. So I think it's just giving us that much more to want it. And we'll talk about the whole season now since that first opening doubleheader you guys well you played Albany and you played Cornell two days later but now you guys seem like a completely different team you had the three game losing streak in the middle of the year but since then you've really turned it on and it's been mostly the five starters who've done so much of the scoring and we talked about that that might eventually be your downfall but it seems like every game the starters are putting up better numbers and how much of you guys do you guys both being in the starting lineup do you guys carry that pressure or put it on your shoulders trying to give a lot of the scoring in these games you can start. Um, <laughs> I I mean I think we have a lot of offensive threats. Um um I I think if Mar is off or, or they're shutting down Mar, we you know Aaron steps up and you know she goes off one game and also if, if you know they take away Aaron, Abigail steps up. So we have a lot of offensive threats. So th- they have to play all five of us all throughout the game, which I I think that makes us very hard to defend. And and also um on the defensive end too, you know we're all defensive threats. So I think that you know we have a lot to bring and and um, St. Joe's is going to have a tough time covering that. I definitely agree. Um, you never know who's going to step up for us. We all can hit shots, but you never know who's going to have the hot hand that game. So I think it's really just like a mystery to see who will have a hot hand that game. Yeah, well, just to expand on that a little more, it seems like every time one of you isn't scoring, you're doing something else, whether it's defense, getting steals, getting rebounds. So is that something where it's really bigger than you guys and your personal numbers where wins now is the most important thing and it doesn't really matter how you're doing as long as the team's winning? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're just like looking to go into the game and doing whatever we can to get it done, um, and it's usually a collective effort. So, I mean, for me personally, I felt like this year I was struggling offensively, so I tried to pick it up on defense and um, and I tried to own own my role. So, I think um, that's something that a lot of our teammates do. I think individually, we're not really looking for our own stats now. It's just as a team and to just keep advancing forward. And Ariel, last year you led this team with over 11 points per game, but this year three new additions, Sam being one of them. So you've really gotten to develop more as a point guard. How much has that helped you overall as a player, just kind of owning your craft and being more of a player who distributes and then takes your shot when the ball comes to you? Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've always seen myself as um, a true point guard and, and look in addition, like create for my teammates. So to finally like um, fall into that position this year, it's it's been like definitely a relief and the pressure's been like taken off of me and I can I, uh, try to create and find find the, my open teammates. And Sam, you started out the season on the bench, this being your first year with this team and the winning atmosphere, has it rubbed off on you at all just being here and all the way in your first season going to the conference tournament championship and then having a chance to go to the NIT or the NCAA tournament? Um, I just think it's as freshmen, this is a great experience. Um, Coach Gailey always told me that this team's something special. So coming in, I knew that it was going to be a great environment. So I just had to try to work my butt off in practice and trying to get in the starting lineup. So it just worked out. And Ace, in that ESPN article, you talked about how you had to sit down with Coach Gately in the middle of this year and you had to talk over some personal things and how that really built better for your relationship. What what were some of the things that were said, if you don't mind, and how have you transformed as a player after that? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think in the beginning of the season, as we talked about earlier, um, I had to change my role significantly this year. And I think that was really hard for me. I, I 
you know, the pressure was off of me and I, I was trying to do too much and I was getting really down on myself. So, you know, coach just kind of brought me in and, and just kind of opened my eyes to what I was giving to the team that I wasn't even seeing. And, and we kind of, she kind of just helped me out and, and just, um, you know, kind of led me into what my role is now. And, and ever since that meeting, you know, I've really just tried to own, you know, what she told me to own and, and it's worked out in for the better for the team. And I think that that's what I wanted to do anyway. So I'm just, I'm glad that we, we did have that talk and I'm glad she did open my eyes for what I, what I was capable of doing. And Sam, you being one of the freshmen on this team, one of the few freshmen, the one who really only sees minutes, what was the environment like for you coming into this team, how they welcomed you, and how comfortable you've gotten as the season's progressed? I mean, the girls on the team are awesome. They were there for me in the beginning when I was struggling with times running, just the bodying of the game, just everything physically. So as I grew, they were always behind, my, uh, behind me, teaching me like how to get through it, and just very positive. And you guys now looking at the St. Joe's game. This is a team you've already beaten. You've beaten them here, and now you're playing them still in your home state at the Barclays Center. Does that give you confidence going ahead into that game? Um, well, they're, they're definitely a great team, and I think we, uh, both both teams match up uh, great with each other. I've always seen them as our biggest rival because we match up so well together. So um, we're, we're def I definitely have confidence going into the game, but we still have to – we played a really good game against them. So I think we really need to focus in and, and um, you know – when coach gives us a scout kind of just you know know their personnel and and go into the game like with a focused mindset and Sam you last time you saw them you had your hands full they have a great big player in Van Grinsman so you're going to be busy again down low but does it help you out already having success against her in that game and now seeing her again knowing what to expect a little bit yeah now you know how she plays and like now her tendencies but it's still going to be a battle she's a great player and with my teammates helping in the lane it'll just be that much easier all right, guys, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck this Saturday against St. Joe's. Thank, thank you. you. And now we're joined again by head coach Stephanie Gately. Coach, let's keep talking about your night in Brooklyn. I saw you were interviewed on TV, the Yes Network. How was that? What were some of the things they were talking about with you? Just the turnaround. Like, how, how does the turnaround happen from, like, five years ago not winning a game to, to now being in the, in the championship? And what's so exciting for us is, as we see in the papers, there's going to be a changeover in the Atlantic 10. So, you know, we're getting it done in a year when all the heavy hitters are in, you know, and it's the last, you know, true Atlantic 10 of the 16 teams. And so, um, you know, I think it was more of the emphasis of, like, you know, how does the t turnaround get orchestrated and what's it take? It really takes a little bit of everything. It takes a commitment from administration. It takes a commitment from your kids. It takes a belief. It takes winning games to learn how to win. And it takes a little bit of luck. And, Coach, all season long, you guys have been the underdog in some of these games. Even when you were winning, some of these teams looked at you guys like the same old Fordham team. Now, Bracketology coming out, Charlie Cream filled out his 64 teams. You guys weren't one of them. People were tweeting at him, where's Fordham? Have you seen their record, what they've done this season? They've beaten St. Joe's, who was a 9. Do you take that personally, and you guys still feel that you are the underdog in some of these games with a chip on your shoulder? I mean, I... I I understand, you know, to a certain extent. When we had some losses, we probably couldn't afford to lose early. I don't think any of us understood where we would be at this point in time. But I, I feel like, you know, we we went through a really difficult Atlantic 10 schedule and, you know, had the third best record in the conference. And, and the only loss that Charlotte had was to us. And so, therefore, do I feel we get somewhat unrespected? Yeah, because I think people think what we did is a fluke. 14-2 and two is not a fluke in the Atlantic 10. You know, maybe if we – we're the 11th seed and we're in the championship game, then I'd say we were a fluke. But we were the three seed. So if we were the 11th seed in preseason and the 11th seed when the season was over and advanced to the finals, then maybe you say, wow, it was just a fluke. 
you know, these kids have proven it's not a fluke. You're not 24 and 7 in the Atlantic 10 Conference, one of the top 10 conferences in the country, and, and you're a fluke. So our kids certainly have a chip on the shoulder. I think we certainly have something to prove, and there's no doubt we'll be ready to, you know, leave it all out there on Saturday. And you guys started out the season really strong. Then you had a little bit of a slow point, the three-game losing streak, but it seems like after that you guys have won 19 of 22. What changed for your team, and how did you talk things over with them and get them to start playing like a completely new team with all five starters really contributing? I think there was a couple turning points. I think the double overtime win to Colorado State was one in which we kind of rallied and, and 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 realized that we could hit some peaks and valleys within a game and fight through. And then I think a significant one was at Charlotte, just starting off the conference play on the road against one of the premier teams. And, and it, you don't realize its significance until the season's over and, and they only have one loss and it's you. And then you look and say, well, that really was pretty special. So I think it was, you know, kind of a little bit of everything. Then you go to St. Louis and find out Mara's not playing, and you're able to have Christina Gaskin that comes in and gives you some wonderful minutes and is able to, you know, to help you, you know, get that victory on the road to, to protect your seating. And let's talk about St. Joe's a little bit. Atlantic 10 Championship this Saturday at 7 o'clock. This is a team you guys already beat, and they're coming off a win against Dayton, a huge win for them. But they basically had the A-10 tournament so far in their home building. They were playing home games. How nice is it to have them at a neutral site? I mean, I think that was one of the things as coaches we we decided was only fair that you know that the championship game should be decided because that way I think a lot of people just kind of get their back up when if if one plays host all the time like UConn with Notre Dame beating UConn I think Notre Dame had lost six out of seven championships because it's always on in UConn's floor and so I think I think as coaches we were excited one that it was in such an exciting venue following the men's tournament which we hope will springboard us to having even more fans but. You know, to the neutral site, I think just you know puts you on an even playing field. I mean, St. Joe's is really well coached. I mean, I think they're extremely talented. They got a great player, and you know, in Chantilla, and I think you know they've got a great supporting cast. And so, I, I really think it's going to be a war for 40 minutes. And again, you guys beat the St. Joe's team, so you know what they have to offer. You know their personnel and some of the players, how you match up with them. Do you feel confident already playing them this season and beating them going into this game? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, not overconfident by any stretch of the imagination. You know, they've had a really tough, you know tough stretch to get to the championship game having knocking off a Duquesne and Dayton even though you know they're on their home floor they still have to beat them there and um that was after just losing to Dayton on the road so um I I just feel like our, our really nobody standing in our way I don't think we even really see the name of the jersey we see that somebody stands between us and the Atlantic 10 championship and coach finally now let's talk about Ram Nation a little bit because earlier this year the team was having some trouble getting fans but then in that tournament at Philadelphia, a real good show, and we had the band. We had a great student section. Can you talk about the support this team has gotten as they've become really a stronger team and have started to put some wins in that column? Yeah, I'm hoping, to be honest, Chris, that it springs board into next year with the students. But, you know, like it's just – it's been the history of me being, you know, a head coach that you don't you don't really get a lot of student support for women's basketball, which is a shame because I think we got a great product. It really it really is more of families. And if you saw the turnout for us, it was, it was really more family-based. And, you know, the young kids might have been just – brothers and sisters you know and I would love the students to jump on board because it's so convenient to get to the gym and and they would be an unbelievable six man and we have a great six man club that does everything they can and I think our marketing tries to do everything they can so we'd love to see the student body jump on board but uh, you know I'm just really happy with the fact that the alumni and you know the Fordham fans I think they've been waiting to have something to be excited about I'm glad that we, that we could join with them on this. All right and coach thanks so much we wish you the best of luck going into that game Saturday but we know you have some people out overseas who are listening who you want to Give a shout yeah, out to. Yeah, Cord, I know you're listening, sweetie, and you're the best. Your emails, I can't tell you how much they mean. I mean, miles don't set apart the fact how much I love you and how much you mean to me. So we appreciate all your love and support, and go Rams.
And that'll do it for the playoff edition of the Stephanie Gately Show. The executive producer of WFUV Sports is Bob Ahrens. Make sure you stay tuned for the one-on-one pregame report, our extended pregame, starting at 6.15 on Saturday as the Rams take on St. Joe's in the Atlantic 10 Conference Tournament Championship at the Barclays Center. I'm Chris Morasco. Have a good evening, everybody.